Okay. All right. Coming off a physical game at Oregon State, um, I thought our offense played well. We did some good things offensively, a lot of good things offensively, uh, over 450 yards. Total low, didn't turn the ball over. Uh, you know, very productive, a lot of first downs, 28 first downs. One thing we didn't do well in offense was red zone production. Got in the red zone eight times and only came in with four touchdowns, which is uh, – need two more you know if we can get six out of eight then that's a really good percentage but four out of eight uh, was really that was really our demise on offense was the was the red zone uh touchdown uh, percentage um defensively didn't play well at all soft again the run game uh, they rushed for 260 yards over six yards of carry which we knew going in that if that was uh and that has been that has been oregon state's mo all year long and we knew going in that if if they were able to do uh, what they usually do, it wasn't going to be a, a good situation for us, and they did exactly that. They they ran the football uh, very effectively. Uh, not a lot of throwing yards, enough, uh, a couple hundred, but uh, we just uh, weren't our usual selves on on uh, defense. And that's you know it was early in the year we had that same issue, then it went away. And and uh, as far as our run defense, and it showed back up on uh, on Saturday. So. So we sit uh, still in pretty good position in the Pac-12 South. You know, it's still anybody's, uh, well, not anybody's, but there's, uh, you know, three teams really uh, vying for it right now for the title. And uh, still not quite to the halfway point. At least we're not four games down, five to go in conference play. But a uh, big one this week, as they all are, against UCLA. Um, they're running the football well. You know, in addition, you know, second only to Oregon State in the uh, conference as far as uh, rushing production. They're playing the run extremely tough. Their their defense allowing less than 100 yards a game rushing, which uh, is leading the league. And so they've got uh, dynamic players. The quarterback is a dynamic player. He's talented. Uh, two good running backs. And when the, the way the quarterback runs the ball, they got three really good runners. Um, receiver, uh, the Phillips kid's a, a great player. Uh, like I mentioned, defensively, they're they're pretty stingy against the run. Uh, scoring 33 points or thereabouts uh, a game offensively, so very productive. They're a good team, and, and uh, uh, Chip is always hard to defend. He's going to have uh, you know some things you haven't seen every single week. He's got uh, things that uh, that you haven't practiced and, and that you got to be able to adjust to during the course of the game, and and uh, so we got to. Got a challenge ahead of us. Uh, we're at home, which is a positive, back home in Rice-Eccles. And uh, I think it's going to be a late kickoff. Has that been announced yet for sure? Yes, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. So there you go, another late kickoff. So should be a great crowd and another great environment. So questions? Uh, you, you, you've always been pretty stout on the run defense and different things that way. Where, where do you kind of assess that to right now. I mean, obviously, Devin was taking out the game late, but where is kind of some of that? Starting three freshman D, D linemen is, uh, <laughs> you never make excuses because if you're out there, you got to perform. But we're just not quite where we need to be up front yet. Uh, and uh, we've had flashes during the course of the year, but uh, not quite enough consistency. And, uh, you know, when we lost Devin, that was, that was obviously a blow, but we had been soft before he was gone. So it wasn't, uh, that wasn't the, uh, the key to the whole thing, but we certainly missed him when he got got ejected. Kyle, with the red zone trips that ended with no points, were you were you okay with the play calling? Yeah, I think one time, one of the times we should have run the ball uh, more. I think it was the time when we were heading 
as we look at it to our left, you know, on the left left uh, end zone. But uh, you know, you can always question the calls if they work. They're great calls. If they don't, you know, you question them. But but uh, I would like to see a little more physicality to answer your question in the in the, inside the five in the red zone. David, you had some time to presumably see the film. Do you still think that the Devin Lloyd targeting should not have been? Correct. I don't think it should be called. I do not think it should be called. My my estimation and and uh, but I'm not the one that counts. So it was called and and uh, so we got to live with it. UCLA may or may not have DTR playing on Saturday. I mean, he's got it banked up in that Oregon game. He'll play. He's a tough kid. <laughs> he'll he'll be there. Yeah, I'd be shocked if he's not there. But how do you how do you prepare for somebody like him, knowing that you, you've seen dynamic running mm -hmm. quarterbacks, but. He has, a lot like uh, the Arizona State quarterback. It'll be very similar to what he brings to the table. And uh, you know, we've seen him, this is the third time we've seen him, I guess, uh, through the years. But uh, he is uh, lightning quick. And like I said, he's like another running back on the field, essentially. How is UCLA's running attack like Oregon State's and how is it it's a little more diverse. Oregon State just hammers you with the zone and the stretch, and they do it over and over, and they do it as good as anybody in the country. And uh, their combinate, their blocking combinations, their their footwork with their O line, their aiming points, uh, how they get up to the next level. I mean, they're as good as there is in the country at that. And uh, UCLA has you know got some similarities in the run game, but a little more. Uh, they'll give you a few more looks than than what uh, Oregon State will. Any of the injuries that were sustained Saturday, are they serious or season ending? Don't know for certain. We're still evaluating that. And in fact, what time is it noon? We should know by this afternoon a lot more. How, how do you teach physicality? I mean, obviously, like that's not been a thing that you have to worry about necessarily in this program, but you said you want to be more physical. Where, where do you go from that? Well, you, you recruit it, first of all. That's the number one thing is you recruit physicality. And, and like I said, we've got some, some young front guys that aren't quite yet as big and strong as they're going to be, they're going to be really good. we got a lot of confidence in them going forward. But right now, uh, you know, we don't have the 315-pound Lecky Fotus and guys we've had in the middle. They're, you know, 295, 290-ish. But, but uh, again, they'll get bigger and better as uh, time goes on. There's quite a bit of the quarterback run game for you guys. Are you comfortable with that? You took some yeah, I wouldn't say there was more quarterback run game. He pulled it down a few more times. There wasn't any more designed runs than we've had in the past. But you're 100% accurate. He took some hits, and that's, you know, it's a learning process. And I'm, we're comfortable with with uh, Cam running the ball because he gives us so much when he does. But he's got to be much more, use better judgment at the end of the runs and, and take some of those hits off himself by stepping out of bounds, sliding, whatever the case may be, because he's so competitive and such a. I mean, he wants to win uh, as bad as anybody I've ever been around and, and wants to do anything he can to help. And at times, he has put himself in some situations where you know, you're just hoping he gets up because uh, there's some pretty good hits. And so hopefully, going forward, we see him continue to add that 40 to 75-yard-ish range of runs or of yardage in the run game, but not take the, uh, the hit at the end of the play, be, a, be smarter and be able to uh, avoid that. Following up on that, with Cameron Rising's decision to pull it, to tuck it and run. Mm -hmm. They picked up some some first down, some good yardage. Oh, yeah. I'm curious to get your thoughts on the decision making with, in terms of I thought he did a great job with that, and, and when when the you know things were not there and things were covered up, I, I don't think he prematurely pulled it down. I think he I think he made good decisions each time, 
and uh, that's uh, you know that what he brings to the table in the run game is is part of what makes him so effective. He's in the top ten in the nation in QBR. I think he's number eight. He was number five last week, and and that's your best barometer of how a quarterback is playing because it takes into account everything, how often he's getting sacked, how many yards he's gaining rushing the football, how well he's throwing the football, all that is is packaged into that uh, rating. And he's is, you know he's playing really well. Kyle, with Devin out for the first half on Saturday, how do you balance the rest in practice knowing that he's not playing for two quarters? Yeah, that's, that's another good question. And, and we uh, will have to have a, a guy ready for the first half that will take his reps. And, and we'll just have to split those up and divide them Kind of 50 50, you know, with what Devin gets and what, what the, the replacement kid will get. And so that's uh, going to be a juggling act. But, uh, you know, Devin is a, a very experienced, accomplished guy. He doesn't need a ton of reps. And so we'll probably err on giving the, the, the backup uh, or the guy that's going to start in place of him more reps. It's only one game, but the special teams have been kind of close to getting kicked, blocked. Yeah. So where, where do you go from here now with, with the. Yeah, well, first of all, the. the uh, First block was you got it out in 184, which is really fast. It was a it was a protection breakdown. It wasn't uh, the punter mechanics. It was just slow. Now the second one, which fortunately didn't count because that would have been even more disastrous uh, at that point in the game. Uh, it was too close to the shield. That was a, a, an error with the punter getting too close to the shield. Now the kick came out really low trajectory. I don't know if you saw it in slow motion, but. But very low trajectory, and so that was uh, more on the punter. But, but uh, you know, people have been testing us. You know, and particularly in the last game when we have a new snapper because uh, our snapper's gone for the season. So, so they're going to test you out. But, but it wasn't a snapping issue. The snapper played just fine in the game on Saturday and did a great job with his uh, place kicking snaps as well as short snaps. But uh, that was a uh, is a concern, and we've got to shore that up this week. Could you evaluate uh, the contributions that uh, Theo Howard has made to the program? Theo's uh, done a nice job for us. Uh, maybe caught not hasn't cut as many balls as maybe we projected, at least not yet. Uh, had to leave the game with an injury on Saturday, uh, one of those injuries that we're, we talked about that we won't know uh, for certain whether he's uh, going to be able to go or not for, for uh, a, a day or two. But uh, Theo's a, a guy that works hard. He's a great teammate. Always uh, has a great attitude and, and uh, really enjoy having him on our team. In a general sense, um, do you worry about the emotional toll on the players moving forward here with this season in light of what's happened? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's always that's that's something that we're continuing to to work through and. And uh, like I said before, we'll get through it. We won't get over it, but we will get, at some point get through it completely. Um, but it's uh, it's a challenge. Everything's a challenge. I mean, everything is. Uh, I get. I worry about everything, and that's one of the things that uh, has been uh, certainly hard on our team is is uh, working through that. If that answers that. What was your biggest takeaway from the game against Oregon State for your team, just as a whole? What, what was your takeaway? Uh, I would say the takeaway is we got a bunch of competitive guys that have no quit in them. I would say the offense is starting to find a rhythm. Knock on wood. You know, hopefully that continues. We, that's two games over 450 yards of offense and a bunch of first downs and a bunch of points and taking care of the football. And so hopefully we're starting to uh, discover and, and, and be who we 
who we uh, envisioned we could be early in the season or in the in fall camp. Uh, defensively, inconsistent throughout the year. Uh, more good than bad, but some games that we just that's not us, you know, games that we just, it's not our, it's not our uh, uh, usual uh, defensive output. And the special teams has been, as we mentioned, uh, had some real uh, bad moments. You know, there's some bright spots too with Covey in the return game. We're as good as there is in the country in punt return, but as good as we are there, we're that bad in some other areas. If your defense isn't able to kind of be to the standard that you've had, do you feel do you feel confident in your offense in the, in, the, in the sense that maybe you could win games in the shootouts and, and traditionally you kind of grind it out a little bit? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. And, and uh, I think our defense is going to be fine in the long run. You know, and I'm not I'm talking beyond this year. And again, we're, you keep going back to it. But when you got seven or eight, nine, ten freshmen that are playing considerable, there's going to be some, you're going to take some lumps. There's just no way around it. You can't, you can't not have that happen. Is our offense ready to win a game 51-48? We're getting closer, you know, but hopefully it doesn't come to that. But, but uh, we're, we're uh, certainly not where we need to be on defense right now. Uh, athleticism and speed. They got they got talented guys. Uh, they got a good defensive tackle. 96, I think, is his number. 91, 96. Big, strong kid in the middle. Um, they're very sound. You know, quarters coverage is their base coverage. Uh, then you get into uh, longer yardage, and they'll mix in some zone pressure and some split safety look, uh, or some some other looks other than quarters in the back end. But uh, it, I would say it's just their overall. Uh, athletes, a lot like Arizona State, very athletic at each level. Do they do anything specifically that will make you change what you do? Obviously, maybe USC went three three five a little bit, but uh, UCLA seems to be more. Do defensively for us? Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's going to be any wholesale changes defensively. We just got to be, and the things that really hurt us against Oregon State was not schematics. It was physically getting beat at the point of attack, getting blocked, not coming off a block, popping out of a gap. And so it wasn't like we were, we were uh, just getting, uh, you know, mental mistakes everywhere or needed a different scheme. We just need to play more sound up front in the front seven. And we also gave up some, some big plays down the field. You know, we had plays that, that uh, you know, too many big plays uh, in the throw game against uh, Oregon State, but, but it was the run game that did us in.